you're frustrated, rad. How long are you going to allow yourself to be frustrated before you actually start finding a solution for it? We should look at this uh, challenge that we are all facing as a growth opportunity and um, bring some of our teaching practices into the 21st century. I don't need to see these students every single day. Um, they need time away to go work and digest text and, and to produce text. Um, and 50 minutes a day just doesn't really, it doesn't make sense. There's not a standardized question that you can put on a test that's gonna measure how well they understood and how well I taught. I think policymakers need to start recognizing that we are not their scapegoat for societal problems. We are the beacon and the ray of hope. In a, in a weird convoluted way, it's almost beautiful that we're all experiencing the pain of this together because it might just unite us. How do we come back from this and not worry so much about what's been lost, but instead think about what's been gained? I was listening to NPR the other day and heard a story about the aging computer system used by the unemployment office. With the surge of millions of unemployment applications due to the pandemic, the system is overwhelmed and crashing. But it's hard to fix because it's still running on a programming language called COBOL, a code that was developed in the Eisenhower era. No one uses that language now, so they've had to find these guys in their 70s who still remember the language in order to fix it. Instead of making a new system that would be way more efficient, they just continue to patch the old system, one that's sagging and slow and about to leave millions of people in the lurch. Why keep an outdated system when you know it doesn't work? What happens when the system you create to help people can't help people anymore? With as much pain and anxiety as this pandemic has unleashed on the world, it's actually a gift. It's given us the gift of perspective, to see the world and ourselves in new ways, to reevaluate our priorities, and to rediscover what really matters most. It has also unlocked the potential hidden in all of us, our natural ability to adapt, to innovate, to leverage creativity as the most fundamental skill that we need to be successful. Unlike the unemployment office, there's no one we can call out of retirement to save the education system. I'm done waiting for Superman to fix our problems. Like President Obama said, we are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change we seek. So for season two of Change the Narrative, we're going to hear from teachers and students across the United States about how they've evolved and adapted during this time of remote teaching. What are the silver linings of our situation? Not rainbows and unicorns or empty platitudes, but real meaningful lessons that we've learned that will help us change what education looks like in this country for the better, because we've needed to change the narrative of schools for a long time. And now's our chance. <laughs>